Talks Bus. Sometimes people come up to me and they just say, well, how can I just accept it? Accepting it doesn't mean that you like it. Acceptance is very different. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast, Relationships. Let's talk about it. I'm Prevo Toplitsky. I'm a psychotherapist specializing in relationship issues. Everybody's got one. Partners, family, friends, co-workers, neighbors, relationships. Let's talk about it. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of Accepting People As They Are. Yes, your partner, too. This is a monologue, and I discuss and explore the aspect of acceptance and accepting and not fixing the other or struggling for the person to change. I talk about changing things within us and our response to changing others and also tell some stories of my own realizations with everyday acceptance of my wife and also with my mother. So before we get onto this episode, I wanna thank a couple people that have recently donated to my podcast in the past week. I wanna thank Julia in North Carolina and Joanne in California. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast and help make me get this out to you. And those of you that would like to donate, you can check out my website at heartsharecounseling.com. Go to support the podcast page. Thank you so much. And I know I've said this before and a few of you have done it. Thank you about going and leaving a review, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. You can leave a review. I'd greatly appreciate it. I have a friend that have told me, don't be shy about asking for reviews. So I'm not being shy. And I want to tell you about a feature that I announced on last week's podcast where you can ask a relationship question and I may answer that question on a future podcast. So if you would like to leave a question, you can go to my website, heartsharecounseling.com click on the podcast page and go to the bottom of the page and click on the button and record your question. You can also check out the show notes and it will have a hyperlink for you to get to that page. I'd like to thank today's sponsor, Gyro Creative out of Detroit, Michigan. And Gyro is an identity studio. They design identities to be shared and lived based on truth and beauty. They seek to uncover fundamental truths about who their clients are and what they value, transforming them into verbal and visual expressions that incite action, unite community, build culture, and inspire change. That sounds wonderful. So they work with a variety of industries and client sizes from entrepreneurs and startups to nonprofits, neighborhood developments, consumer products, and global industry leaders. So check them out at gyrocreative.com. Okay, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Accepting people as they are. Yep, including your partner too. Hey.
hey everybody i think this is going to be an interesting exploration as i'm speaking about accepting people as they are and that's including your partner yeah that's including my partner and i think it's going to be an interesting exploration because we all know how that shows up in our lives we all know that there's so many things at times that we want other people to do different it's really hard to not want some things to change of other people's behaviors. And uh, I really want to stress this, but I hope that you know that I'm not talking about accepting abuse, physical or emotional abuse. I'm not talking about accepting blatant lies, uh, deceit. That's not what I'm talking about accepting. I'm talking about more things that we put a lot of focus on of not accepting. For instance, can you accept that, you know, your partner is snoring? Do you know how many hours that I've spent in counseling sessions with couples about talking about snoring with a lot of attitude about it? Because it's more about the energy of how people bring in resentment and how they bring in anger and how they bring in judgment, you know, resignation or apathy people bring in disgust when they're talking about it. That's contempt. That's a huge poison in relationship. I'm right, you're wrong, focus. That's the energy I'm talking about that we have to watch. You know, when we're talking about snoring, accepting that another person snores, can people discuss it without a lot of that energy and contempt and disgust and try to figure out solutions? You know, can you accept that your partner leaves their clothes on the floor? Can you accept that they may be late at times? Hmm. Yeah, that hits home for me. Can you accept that they don't always think before they speak? Can you accept that they don't always listen? Yeah, that's one that's been coming up more and more in my relationship. And it, it has for many years. You know, my wife is Danish. Uh, English is not her first language, even though she speaks really good English, as those of you have, have been hearing her. She reminds me that English is not her first language, especially when I'm saying something to her and she's not hearing it properly. I don't know, that happens frequently. <laughs> and I've got to accept it and have some fun with it. I mean, you know, a couple of nights ago, I think I said something like, I was going to do it tonight. That was my response. Hey, babe, I was going to do it tonight. And she said, you're lowering it tight and I was like, no, 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 no. I said, I was going to do it tonight. And she's like, oh, I thought you said you're lowering it tight. And when we can laugh about it or when I can laugh about it and not get kinked that, you know, feeling disrespected because she's not really paying attention to me or just that I'm not being patient and taking her for that she just didn't hear me. Because I know for me, there's many times that I'm not hearing things clearly. You know, to be able to bring it and swing around to ourselves, realizing, you know, do we do all that perfection that we want the other person to do? I know for years I wasn't hearing things right. I'll give you an example. <laughs> Maybe some of you can relate to this. But for years, I thought the Michael Jackson song, Billie Jean, that when he says, the child is not my son, the child is not my son. I thought he was saying, the jealous mama's son. The jealous mama's son. <laughs> For years. And I 
I, I had a hard time when somebody showed me that the lyrics said something different than I was thinking. I was so sure. So we do it to ourselves. And so therefore, we've got to give slack to other people. So I know when I'm giving slack to my wife when she's not hearing me, and I can just accept it, that that's just something that happens, that maybe it's a quirk or something that we can laugh at. And when we can laugh at it and have acceptance, there's so much room in our relationship. There is so much peace. Those little tiny bites that go back and forth, I call them, of holding against your partner because you think that they should be doing something different, that you want them so desperately to be the person that you want them to be instead of accepting who they are. You know, I've talked about how I've gotten to get used to my wife's lateness, which is getting a lot better over the years. But for me to get used to it and accept it, because it's a personality trait that wasn't going to change, even though she's trying and she's making changes, that's a personality trait. I do believe that it is in, in some ways. It really is just part of who the person is. And can I accept that maybe some of her lateness is also around just because she is creative and she's an artist and the way that she's thinking and putting things together, especially when she's getting out of the house. She's really multitasking. She sees so many things in a creative way of how she can organize it and organize herself to get out of the house. And I think it was just even the other day we were talking about this and she said to me, hey, you know, also if it bothers you so much, you could be asking, well, hey, honey, can I ask you what needs to be done to help you leave? Can I take out the compost? Can I bring in the towels that are hung outside? That's some of the things that she's doing. She's making sure that all of these things are kind of in order before she leaves. For me, a lot of times I just leave that stuff. I'll deal with it later. I want to get out of the house. It might seem that I'm being trivial on those things, but let me tell you, if you were a fly on the wall and hearing what I hear from couples that brings them in disconnection, it is these things that they're trying to fix and change about the other person. And again, it's the energy that people have against that other person, the energy, again, of resentment or anger or judgment contempt, disgust, that energy is what's detrimental. Sure, I know that there is times that other people want their partners to be more empathetic, to be also more patient. And yes, that is something that can be a need in, in the relationship. You can still make requests. You can still talk about how important that is for you to have that in your life, but you don't have to have it with that energy that I was talking about. And especially if we're focused, I know when I'm focused on my response to what it is that I don't like or what I want changed, that is what I'm more in control over. I'm in control over to my response. And usually when I respond differently, I'm going to get a different response back. And sometimes the change that I want comes from me responding and especially thinking differently in the circumstance because it piles up. People are constantly thinking of more and more things that they don't like about the other person that they want to change and it starts to pile up on each other. And things that should get a 5% charge gets like a 75% charge when they're starting to see these things like a messy sink. Boy, it's amazing also to me 
I was working with a couple for many years and over and over around messiness in the house, how it just absolutely drove her crazy. And she felt disconnected from her husband. She didn't want to have sex with him. And it was such a focal point of their relationship. It would be amazing if she really just accepted more of that he was messy and that when she really wanted to clean, she's just going to have to clean. She bought it. She bought him like that. And even though I heard at times, she said, well, he wasn't so messy in the beginning. Yeah, in the beginning, he was trying to be Prince Charming. You know, he's trying to show you his best side. And that's what happens sometimes is when we get more relaxed in a relationship. Also, some of these things start to come up. Some of the things that we were not showing or didn't want to show that we were, you know, perhaps embarrassed about or felt some shame about starts to come up. Can you accept the person the way they are? Because we know it's happening for ourselves too. We're bringing some of our stuff up. And it feels wonderful when you know on the other end that you're accepted by somebody else. I know that I'm accepted by many people in my life. Many of my friends really, really accept me for who I am. And it is such a gift. I can really just be me, make my mistakes, be quirky at times, and I feel very loved and accepted. I'm really fortunate. Maybe though that's something that I, it's a prerequisite for me in many ways too. I don't think I would be friends with somebody. I know I won't be friends with somebody that's close to me that really fully didn't accept me. So I need to do that, of course, with my friends, and I hope that I do. And I need to do that especially closer to the people that I'm living with at home. <laughs> we all know that we need to do that with the people that we're living with, our family, our spouses, our partners, our kids. And one way to really accept the other person the way they are is to really start focusing more and more on the positive aspects of who they are. That will shift everything. And I just think that that's a mainstay to do in a healthy relationship anyway. But I know when I'm judging or thinking negatively about somebody and want it changed, that's what I have to do. I have to start pulling the switch on what that's positive about them, that what I really love about them. You know, that's come up in some years with my mother. And maybe some of you have this in your family. It's more and more prevalent around politics. My mom and I do not see eye to eye. My mom and my stepdad, we do not see eye to eye around that. They're supporting a person, a president, an administration that I do not support at all. And when I get fixated on trying to fix them, trying to get them to really see and change, which I've done in the past, and my sister has done really hard and she's still doing it at times, when she and I know that we have to just accept them for their thoughts and their beliefs and what they want, which is really difficult because I know I'm not going to change them. One is I've tried a bit. And when I've tried and I've gotten frustrated and resentful and also contemptuous, that is not good for our relationship. So I knew I had to just accept for who they are and start focusing on because I want them in my life. I think if you don't want certain people in your life because of maybe not meeting a certain value system, you have to make that decision. But I know I want my mother and my stepdad in my life. 
And so accepting them in a positive way, thinking about how my mother is generous and that she's so very loving to my wife and to my son and to my daughter in love. And my mother could also be very funny at times. When I focus on those positive things with her, that's my connection. And that's how I want to see her and not get marred in the differences of wanting her and fixing her and fixing her to change. All of the discussions, all the articles that I can send her is not going to fix her and change her. She's got to come to that, right? When people want to change, they are going to find it. They will let it in. So that's been a big lesson to me in my life around trying to change or trying to fix somebody that's closer to me. And you know what's funny about that? I know that years ago, she had to accept stuff about me that she wanted to fix and change. Hell, when I left the corporate world, I know that devastated her. She, no more suits. I wasn't wearing any more suits. My mother loved me wearing suits. She would bring it up after I vowed. I said, I'm never going to wear a suit and tie again. And that's been, hmm, it's been about... 25 years and I haven't worn a suit and tie since. And I know that she really wanted that to be different. I grew my hair long, changed my name. My mother had to start really accepting. And I had a really difficult time when she wasn't accepting, when she wanted me to change back to her idolization of what she wanted of me. So I could feel it. I knew when she started to accept me. And that was a very, very freeing feeling, and it really moved the energy in a closer, more loving and generous way between us. So it has gone both ways. But she still like throws in a little stuff, like she'll send me a picture of me like in a stoop from years ago and tell me how handsome I was. <laughs> and I'll let her have that. I'll, I'll let her have that. I appreciate that. You know, just consider how Many times you probably got tangled up with the other person and struggling to change them. And I know when I do that myself, I need to become aware of my righteousness, the pushiness, the irritability, the remorse or the grievance, then the grief that I feel. And if I can let go of some of that and even the entanglement of wanting it to change, then I open up to even feeling some of those feelings that might come up for me around some sadness and just some grief that it is the way it is and it's not going to change. And accepting that and moving forward can be such peace that I know comes to me when when I do. You know, I've talked about uh, visualization before, how visualizing how you want to be in a situation, what you want to say, how you want to behave is so important in changing that behavior and changing that response. Some automatic reactions that we have that we don't even think about are such programmed in us. We can reprogram that through seeing ourselves in visualization. And so I have been taking more and more to that, trying it out in many different ways in my life about some things that I want changed in other people and seeing myself actually catch that, appreciate that, understand it differently, 
and just seeing myself be the person that I want to be in the acceptance. So one thing that I'm focusing on uh, that, again, sounds trivial, but has bothered me for many years. It's around when I'm driving with my wife to a destination and I like to get to the destination and I like to get out of the car and get going. And I don't have a whole bunch of things. I might just have one bag, maybe a handbag that I take, a shoulder bag with me. Well, my wife, she usually takes about five minutes to actually get from the car to leaving. She's a bag lady. So she's got three or four pairs of shoes. No, I'm not exaggerating. She's got three or four pairs of shoes. She's got many different jackets or sweaters. She's a loves her food. So she packs her own food and she has it in a cooler and so forth. And She gets out of the car and she gets in the back where all the bags are and she starts arranging to see what it is that she wants to take with her based on the weather and how she's feeling. And I used to really get jacked by that. I was like, come on, babe, can't you like decide and make this faster? Because I'm just waiting on you, you know? And I've been shifting that and probably not as much as my wife would think that I'm shifting it. But uh, I have, I haven't given that energy that I was talking about before as much. The judgment and the disgust. Maybe I feel a little impatient here and there, but I know that I want to focus more about just like, wow, just watching her take care of herself. She's prepared for many things. And there's times where she brings along some food and I am so glad that she brought some snacks with her. And she's also taught me to take my rain jacket when I'm, you know, thinking she's actually taught me to really take care of myself in in some sort of that way. I used to not be a layer type person with clothes. And because she layers, I layer and I take some extra clothes and I have it in the car. Uh, But I'm just a little quick getting out. And I just got to be more patient and accept that this is what she does. She kind of goes through her routine. And actually, what's the big freaking difference, Prepo, if we're five minutes later to getting to wherever we're going. And usually it's not that we have to be exactly on time, even if it's just we're walking around or going to go out to eat. And if it is an aspect that we're going to be late for five minutes, giving her the nasty energy and then being late, all of you know that, like that doesn't work. That That's just not a pleasant evening. So I just want to focus on more about connection and peace and loving her and accepting her. So that's in my mind's eye of focusing on me watching her and knowing that she's going to be doing her bag stuff and taking her time in some way and not rushing and have that energy, you know, the energy that feel, she feels good, that she has everything that she needs. And she also has listened to me over the years and As we're getting to the destination, she's starting to prepare some things before we actually stop and park the car. So, yeah, she hasn't just ignored some of the aspect that I'm asking her to be considerate of me. But I got to accept that, that that's who she is and that's how she walks in the world. And just because it's different than me, it doesn't mean that it's wrong. Yeah, right. So everybody get that, right? Just because other people and your partner does things different than you 
doesn't mean that they're doing it wrong. Just because they think differently than you doesn't mean that they're doing it wrong. And we really have to open up that space for that, for holding those differences. That yeah, people do not do what I do. They do not think what I think. Can I just accept who they are? And again, just to emphasize, accepting people does not itself mean agreeing with them. It doesn't mean approving of them or waiving your own rights or downplaying their impact upon you. You can still take action to protect yourself, to support yourself, and do what you need to do. And then again, I would just love, you know, the struggles that I see every day in my office working with couples. I would just really wish for people to get out of the pain that I see them in and of the struggle of how they're feeling that they want their partner to change so badly. You know, in another podcast with Corey around addictions, we talked about uh, the person that is not the addict going to Al-Anon good organization to keep you on your side of the net, what you can control and not controlling and wanting the other person to do all these changes. Because those of you that are in relationships and know people with addiction, they are only going to change when they want to change. So the more that we want somebody desperately and we're fixated on their change or thinking if they loved me enough, then they would change. That is a dysfunctional relationship. It's not condoning their behavior. It's not endorsing their behavior. It's just accepting that this is who they are and they're going to make those decisions. You can still make requests. You can even put up your boundaries about decisions that you will make. In those relationships, you got to really decide if you're in the relationship, they're going to stay in the relationship, then it's not about fixing the other person. It's about you taking care of yourself in regards to who they are at the moment that they are. So I want you to really see the difference when you want somebody to shift and change. Are you having righteousness in it? Is there anger and is there fault finding? Are you badgering? Uh, Is there any other kind of struggle with that energy, then you know that you got to move more into the energy of acceptance because it will set you free. Mm -hmm. It will set you free to focus more on yourself too, right? When we lift off of focusing and fixating on other people's changes, we get to really look at ours. And I really do think, I know I correlate when I know I'm judgmental and I have those judging thoughts about myself, then I'm going to have it more out to other people. When I'm more accepting of myself, it's going to be so much easier for me to accept other people. So working on our own focus of how we're viewing ourselves. Are we viewing ourselves in a non-judgmental way? Are we lifting off of that constant inner critic that is going? The more that we accept ourselves, again, the more that we accept our outer world. And again, let me get this really straight because sometimes people come up to me and they just Say, well, how can I just accept it? Accepting it doesn't mean that you like it. Acceptance is very different than just coming into terms that all of a sudden you just like the situation. Acceptance is letting go of the struggle to wanting it to change. So I haven't used this word uh, yet in the podcast about acceptance. 
and that is around tolerance. I think tolerance has a big play in the energy of acceptance. So we need to be much more tolerant in our world. So I want to leave you on some aspects of just helping, you know, the struggle in, in relationships of accepting things that you just can't change, accepting that you can't fix people, you can't fix your partner, accept their flaws, you know, accept that there's going to be mess in the sink, <laughs> accept that there's going to be differences, accept that everybody has a past and it's different than yours, accept that they cannot read your mind, and accept that you will not always be right. How about that? So I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to tell my wife, hey, babe, I finished my podcast. And she might say something like, uh, oh, you feel undiminished by your podcast? And I'm going to just smile and, and I'm going to laugh and I'm going to give her a big hug. And I do feel undiminished by my podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this I hope you make yourselves a beautiful day. Relationships, Let's Talk About It is a production of HeartShare Counseling and Consulting PC of Asheville, North Carolina. For more on licensed counselor Prepo Teplitsky, visit heartsharecounseling.com. Theme music by Adi the Monk. This content is intended for informational purposes only, is not a substitute for professional counseling and psychotherapy, medical advice, diagnosis or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Relationships, Let's Talk About It is produced by Auxbus. You can create your own professional podcast today faster and easier. Try it for free at auxbus.com. That's A-U-X-B-U-S dot com. Auxbus. Auxbus.